0: Hey, this is Menle Golakai Agri. And this is Lauren Yoshiko, and you're listening to Broccoli Talk, a podcast for cannabis lovers.
1: So obviously, we're in the middle of COVID-19 life, and on today's show, we're digging into how we're coping with it. Um, We're going to be talking about everything from relationships to cooking experiments, surprise hobbies, and it truly does feel like a long time since the last show, so we're really excited to to chat with you.
0: We normally record our remote interviews with the help of talented audio freelancers who record in person with our guests wherever they are, but with social distancing and stay-at-home orders, that's not really possible right now. So we want to shout out Debbie Daughtry in New York, who has been a huge part of all of our episodes with any New York guests, and she's recorded a ton of stuff behind the scenes. Because we're still figuring out the best way to record remote interviews, today is going to be another episode of Just Me and Menley Chat Quarantine Life, and uh, I think I'm ready if you are. Let's get it. Here's a quick update from what's going on in our neck of the woods, and then we'll kinda dig into our feels and what we've been seeing everybody else feeling as well. Up in Portland, in my neck of the woods, uh, you can definitely feel the quarantine settling in. Like, a couple weeks ago, when we recorded our last episode, I definitely was still seeing, like, full families going out on walks and people going on jogs together. Um, And now when you look outside, most people have masks on. At one of the dispensaries, they already bought some, like, cloth masks. I don't think they're really medical grade, but they have, they're branded. I mean, they already have branded bud tender masks on Like a few dispensaries have installed super thick plexiglass shields sort of counter where they deal with customers. It's kind of impressive to see how quick some of them have like adapted. I think instead of being in this sort of temporary mode, now things are feeling like we're really adapting to this current way of life. It's
1: sort of feeling like a norm of the unknown. You know, here in Mexico City, there are different measures that it's been taken here. I know last time we talked, I personally actually want to apologize for saying that the president was irresponsible you know I've only lived here for five years like I don't understand the full nuances and cultural nuances of political parties here you know as much as I try to stay informed and I think what I've been sitting with and like trying to recognize is the different styles of approach when it comes to leadership and how you relate to this epidemic We're finding a sense of, I think, calm and collectiveness, those folks who are privileged enough to stay home and and can sit with their thoughts. Um,
0: It's been interesting. So in Oregon, I've noticed a lot of people, you know, if you hop on I-5, you can get out of town in a half hour and be in a more remote place. All of these other towns outside of Portland are significantly smaller. So I think some people are thinking it's going to be safer and I should just get out of town, get away from people. And I don't know if I mentioned this last episode, but the first weekend before they set a official stay at home order in Oregon, a ton of Portlanders flooded the coastal cities and there were small town mayors just like urging people to leave, please, because all those smaller towns, they don't have the resources to handle more patients if that were to happen. They were really mad. They were like, this is super irresponsible. You're endangering us with your free time. <laughs> My aunt runs an Airbnb and she was getting contacted by prospective guests that were like, I could be positive. What? F- FYI, I'm looking for a place to like ride out the storm. Wow. Like they were looking to use her remote Airbnb as a place to like self-quarantine and have a vacation type of thing. And and she was like, hell no. I mean, she totally denied it and has shut down bookings because it kind of wigged her out thinking about how her rental was being looked at. I
1: considered it, you know, I considered even Tulum. I considered this small town called Malinalco, But I felt like, <laughs> honestly, even though I'm black, I still felt like this gringo You know, bringing my disease to these small areas and populations where if people get sick, you know, what is it going to look like at the hospital for them? And obviously people want to have as much space as possible, as much clean air to breathe as possible, like especially during this time. And I get it. But, like you said, it, it is irresponsible. I think, oh, I think privilege has just shown itself in so many ways through this crisis, and I feel disheartened, but I'm trying to hold on to hope, and later we'll talk about how we've been able to do that.
0: I got a a small bit of hope getting a break on rent this month, actually. Oh, snap. Really? Well, and it wasn't, like, established throughout my building. My boyfriend is very good at strongly worded letters to authority. And uh, he was, we both got, I mean, he got completely laid off. I am almost completely and... I'm still freelancing, but he is like, you know, waiting for unemployment benefits and stuff. And so he just checked in with the landlord. And I definitely recommend everyone who's renting to do the same because uh, I don't know if you guys have tried, but there's a lot of benefits that are out there that aren't even being widely advertised. And as long as you mention the magic words of like, I individually have been impacted by the COVID-19 epidemic, uh, it can unlock some extra things. You should call pretty much everyone.
1: It's strange, you know, the whole productivity versus free time and escapism, I think, is a huge contrast and a very big debate that a lot of people are talking about. It's hard, too, because I wonder if this free time that you have... Are you using it to sort of try to quiet your mind? Can you even do that? Are you trying to find work? Like, you know, even trying to find work is a full-time job. Even trying to, you know, maintain payments and hold back landlords and hold back different companies and bills and utility bills is, is a whole nother thing.
0: So as we move away from the hard facts and into like this weird COVID cultural moment we're having We got to talk about this new concept of Corona flexing.
1: The Corona flex has been in various parts. One form is the ultra homesteader who can make potions and tonics and teas and herbal concoctions to feel better, to take care of themselves, to take care of their family, and to flex on the internet that they can do that. I'm guilty yeah, of it. Yeah,
0: like, here's my homemade hand sanitizer.
1: <laughs> Another flex, I think, is the, the plant flex. I've seen a lot of folks... Um, And I'm happy for them. I'm happy for their plants, especially, you know, repotting plants and taking care of them and doing little tutorials. Another flex, I think, has been the cooking flex, as we all know. Major, major. Cooking is such (laughs)
0: a—the star of the quarantine is our kitchens right now, I swear.
1: It is. My kitchen is not cute. And, you know, as much as I want to flex, it's just not the most aesthetically flexing place. But all the cooking has been, you know, it's it, I think it's been cathartic for people, again, who have a full refrigerator and who can be home to cook all hours of the day. Um,
0: I think it has been soothing for a lot of folks. What have you been cooking? Have you been cooking a lot or? I've been cooking like way more adventurously. Like, you know, people say live each day like it's your last. I eat every meal like it could be my last. And it means I love eating out a lot. So this has kind of rocked my day to day like reward systems and life rhythms not having the option to go out and get stuff. So it's kind of been a good, I mean, I think it's helping keep me sane a little bit too because it's a challenge. I want to make something that is going to check all these boxes. I'm curious because
1: we don't, we can't see each other right now. And I want to, and I want to dig into your brain and dig into your, your quarantine life. So like walk me through when you wake up, like, what is it that you do? Like how, how have you fully leaned
0: into this? Dude, my schedule is not okay. I saw a lot of posts this week that did resonate with me of people talking about like, okay, week two hits different. I am not as productive as I was last week. (laughs) Like last, my, my first week of working from home, I was literally just busy as hell because I was applying for jobs and looking for work because I got my hours cut and like I felt super freaked out and I coped with that Uh, super overwhelmed feeling by working out like every other day for the first time in like fucking two years which felt good but it was also like not moving my uh, emotions too much further like I still felt stressed out when I was done working out but now this week I don't I don't want to work out I don't have any creativity I talk about all these phone calls I made to my billing services because that was like the the only really productive thing I could do was like those sort of life editing moves to to make this work. And then like just nuts and bolts shit is what I was able to handle this week. So I was up super late, like not paying attention because my hours are cut and my needs to do shit in the morning just keep slimming down. So this week was like a bad a bad teenage week for me where it was like up till 2, up at 10. That's my rhythm right now is like feeding myself and my cats and then like filling in shit around those two appointments twice a day.
1: Laundry Day Lounge by Laundry Day is a collection of digital rooms and soothing content designed for relaxation and meditation. In room number one, Laundry Day Lounge collaborates with ceramicist and wellness enthusiast Rachel Saunders to guide you through a warming sensory visualization that will leave you feeling weightless and expanded. Close your eyes or follow along the soothing holographic landscapes designed by Dan Alyn van der Meulen, whose animated work can also be seen in the most recent issues of Broccoli Magazine. Chill out with Laundry Day Lounge on Instagram's IGTV at Laundry Day Lounge. And here's a sample of their music to lead you back to our show. The first week was kind of insane. I think I was very I was very nervous for my mother and for other people in my family who were working every day with multiple people and you know just at risk. I was really on my I guess you could say social flex where I was really trying to be aware of and sign petitions for various vulnerable populations like that was that was the thing I was doing. Um, I wasn't nurturing myself. I wasn't really caring for myself as much. And this week and the last couple weeks have been a little bit more heady and a little bit more intentional. Um, I started this I think a lot of people have started this and the ego in me is sort of a hater, but I started this um, Deepak meditation abundance 21 day course. I think a lot of people are doing it, again, was hating initially at first, but found myself needing the rhythm and needing some sort of repetition. Um, So like I would, I tend to wake up and like make myself some green tea with like a lot of milk, just sit down and meditate, do a little bit of yoga, crack open the laptop and see what's out in the 100 tabs that I have open. And um, it's been good. But living with my spouse is great. And it's nice to have somebody that you can hug and touch. But you know, you do feel like a little bit of too much closeness isn't always great. And I am curious about, you know, how people have been feeling about cabin fever, like how, how healthy relationships thrive
0: during quarantine, you know? <laughs> One of my coworkers last week, it was, it was the best anecdote. Um, quick update from my line. My husband and I are down to critical communications only, <laughs> like capital CCO, because we can't handle any more contact. But, yeah, I'm, like, I feel for people who have children because the amount of time uh, mentally and literally that I am spending, like, keeping peace with myself and out loud with my partner. Listen. It's overwhelming. I cannot imagine. And I commend all of the people out there that are doing this with a partner and with children because it's like every word carries so much weight when there is no breathing space. Like every interaction I've never felt so conscientious in my life and I know it's great but (laughs) and like later as a person this is absolutely going to make me a better communicator and make me more self-aware and more more aware of how everything i do affects other people but i do wonder you know like what what is the situation for like poly
1: relationships like how do you make that work how who do you choose who do you stay over with do you stay home you know like living with roommates what the fuck like how close is too close do you have to do a strange dance so that whenever they enter a
0: kitchen you exit like it's just it's it's a lot to configure you know with our bodies I, um, I know I have one friend who just started a relationship and he told me they've been good and they haven't visited each other. And he told me they watched Shawshank Redemption over video chat. And I'm like, damn, if that's still happening over video, like in my mind, keeping up like an exciting spark with zero contact, it would be like, like a lot of probably like a lot of sexting, a lot of shared, uh... Sexy video time, like watching Shawshank Redemption, that is some real love shit
1: already. That's love. That's like beyond carnal anything because that movie is not sexy. Not <laughs> no. one oh
0: my God. piece.
1: <laughs> not one piece. I mean, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And if you are a strange person like me who gets off on not doing stuff, that's the perfect place to be in, you know? There's so much anticipation. There's so much desire.
0: The people that are living together are all ruining their relationships (laughs) and the people who are obeying quarantine and not seeing each other are going to have the strongest relationships of all time. You know, what you said about your
1: your co-worker really resonated with me. Like, I've been diving into a lot of different types of articles about relationships of all kinds via quarantine. People are like, how not to tank your relationship, how to love your children after quarantine. (laughs) Like, and... (laughs) I think happy hour is great if you're into drinking or even if you're doing mocktails. Happy hour is a fun way to sort of like close off the day. You sit down, you do a little cheers, compay, salute and just wind down, you know? Uh, yeah. I am curious though, what types of things have you sort of leaned into or dusted off and started leaning
0: into? just because I've felt so physically restless, I've been hula dancing again, which is something I did when I was a kid. It was a huge part of my life and it was a huge like social and physical part of my life dance has been big and I love seeing some people are doing like dance classes even in Instagram stories and like digital options I saw like a beginner's intro to voguing class available on Instagram live the other day and that did like make my heart sing a little bit seeing some of these things that like I bet somebody's always wanted to try that and been too self-conscious to go to a to go to a studio and now they're gonna try it for the first time and like probably have so much fun and do that like every day during quarantine (laughs) i've been recently diving
1: into amateur bird watching you know it it made me think about why i started getting into it and this was back i think in like 2004 maybe 2003 and i was hooking up with this guy in college and he was getting his master's degree um he was like an ornithologist And so he would let me borrow his macro lenses because I was studying photojournalism or like had a couple classes at the time. And I would use them. I was using them incorrectly because I was like trying to shoot people and it wasn't wasn't necessarily what you use it for. Uh, But I eventually started like looking up, you know, and like looking out into the trees and like out into, you know, the surrounding world other than humans and buildings and such. And that really, like, took me back there. But uh, I do appreciate the takeaway of just appreciating birds and, like, they are so magical. They have endured so much bullshit from humans. I mean, even the fact that we hear them is probably based on the loudness and the noise pollution that they have to sing over. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I think they are just, <laughs> they're just a reminder. It's They're just the most graceful sort of no-nonsense again, resilient um, creatures. And I think they have really given me a sense of, of pause
0: and and wonder. It's been good. I love that so much. Also, what a freeing thing to be able to look at while we're all cooped up. Right, exactly. It's sort of like you're living
1: vicariously through their their flight and their ability to take off.
0: I need to do like a planet Earth binge. I think that needs to be phase two of my stoned quarantining viewing. Like I need some wholesome refreshing views that remind me of being outside because tiger king is not helping me cope with reality right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) but wait when you say stoner because i know that you mentioned how you're getting bored with weed and you've been experimenting so i'm curious like how how is herb sort of infiltrating quarantine life
0: am bored I am like it's not as it's like not something I'm looking forward to I can tell that I'm doing it just to do it and like habit and oral fixation of smoking something than like enjoying the way I feel a half hour later so I've been digging through every random corner and drawer and like collecting all the bits of edibles and like random CBD samples I've gotten over the last few months and appreciating them way more like having edibles, having those different highs. Modern edibles get me stoned as hell because I just forget. I forget that it's so important to shake it up because your system will respond to it better, I think, or at least mine is. And I've had some really like my favorite evenings when I feel really good. It was because I ate uh, an edible instead of like had great flour, which is just very different for me. Usually I'm, I'm all about the flour. It's different. It hits different. That edible hits different.
1: And, I mean, have you been making any? Have you been getting curious or Menle, excited I'm to- going to. I'm going to. You got to. to. Like, I
0: have never actually made butter before, and now— is the time that will be my Corona flex that like little miss weed girl over here has never actually made butter on her own. And I need to do that. It'll be a fun rite of passage.
1: Yeah. For all the, the newbies and all of the beginners out there trying to make some, Some edibles, some topicals, anything infused with weed. I did write a book about weed butter. Um, You can find it on my website. But also, there are a lot of different articles out there. You know, I've contributed with Healthy Ish when Healthy Ish and Broccoli were doing a, a whole edibles, like kitchen vibe. Um, you can find that on com. I think Vogue magazine. There's a couple recipes. One is for like a salad dressing with some chili oil. There's a lot out there on the internet. I just feel like it's it's the time to just like get freaky in the kitchen with your body and with weed. <laughs> It's the time.
0: Don't be scared. It's the last frontier in our apartments to be entertaining. Like we've all gone through Netflix. I cannot stare at a screen for more than a few hours a day. It feels too crazy to just binge all day long. So it's just nice to do something that's like, ooh, I wonder what this will taste like. Like that that mystery alone, it looks like some something stimulating.
1: It's there, you know, you and I were talking about this too, a form of light at the end of the tunnel, and I've been digging into some swing slash blues slash Great Depression era music. You know, I think it is a reminder that humanity has been through some crazy shit. You know, when you tie it in economically, when you tie it in emotionally and like physically for for people and for bodies, like people have gone through a lot, you know, to be of certain marginalized communities is to have been going through shit forever. And so music from a time where people have really been inspired despite it all has been really good. I know you were saying one of your... I'll let you talk about what type of music you are listening to right now, because I'm curious.
0: I'm that person that has like three 12-song playlists, but right now I've been better about like pulling in the stuff that I know I love to listen to four years ago, eight years ago, two years ago, and like revisiting the things that still hold up and uh, that nostalgia makes me happy. Because I feel... I don't feel nostalgic right now but like I feel i am thinking about so many people like I want to know how is so-and-so doing I want to know if this person ended up making it out of that city and getting home and I found myself like texting a lot of old friends that I haven't seen in years like that we don't live in the same town or we haven't been as close or connected or see each other even regularly but I want to know how they are right now like I want to Maybe that's helping me feel a little more solid is is like finding my space in all this moving particles. (laughs) I'm like, where are all of my particles? (laughs) Where are all of my little network of connections? Because if I understand better how they're faring through all this, maybe I can feel more stable in my little path through all this. So quite honestly, we don't know where we'll
1: be in the next two weeks from now, um, but we will be experimenting in the kitchen, you know, looking for, looking for weird birds and spotting out different things in the environment that, that bring us back down to reality and help us um, recognize that we can push through all of this.
0: In the meantime, you can always hit us up on Instagram or by emailing hi at broccolimag.com and we will be chatting with you in two weeks. Say hi to us on Instagram. Take it easy, y'all. Be good to yourself. Be gentle.
1: This episode was produced by Anya Charbonneau. Our music is by Giselle Garcia. And our logo design is by Jennifer Wright. Learn more about broccoli and subscribe to the magazine at broccolimag.com. We appreciate you.